Hello, hello, MCs. Happy Friday, and welcome to another episode of Ooh, Those Effing C Words. Kind of. Not a full episode. <laughs> As you can see from the title of the show, this is a mini episode. So, my family and I ended up doing this impromptu staycation, and I had to promise not to do any work. Like, literally, had to promise not to do any work. So <laughs> I had to give you guys a mini episode instead. But listen, there are gems on gems on gems in this mini episode. My friend, Janai Etienne, who I'm speaking with for this mini episode, she was not available last week during the production of that episode, The Quick Launch Guide. Um, you remember I had accountant and also an entrepreneur give a little bit of commentary to that conversation to round it out. And I wanted to feature Jana as well, but she wasn't available. So she and I actually just, you know, chatted after the show. We just hopped on a quick call and she shared her feedback on the quick launch guide and to the sections of the guide where I discuss your network and being referred to an accountant and stuff like that. So I plan to use a soundbite from that conversation and drop that into the introduction of next week's episode. But my goodness, there were, there were just, a, it was just, just a nice fluid conversation and just too many nuggets not to share with you all. So it has turned into our mini episode and you'll see, it's going to be a great conversation. We all need a Jana Etienne within our networks. All right. You know, I talk about the importance of building your network. We all need a Jana and you'll see that in just a few minutes. So while I'm on vacation, you guys enjoy this jewel of a conversation as a mini episode. And already I can't wait until her full episode. She's mentioned a few things we can talk about. She mentions the 10 questions startup clients always ask. So that's intriguing. And then she says that she will be able to talk about when and why to consider an LLC. So you'll get some additional information to round out what I introduce in the quick launch guide. Okay. So I pick up this conversation where, where we're discussing items four and six in the quick launch guide. So that's speaking to an accountant and looking to your network to get referred to an accountant who already has a solid reputation within your network. And in that conversation, just chatting with her helped me think, I actually might want to revise those sections. I think I may want to move the importance of your network and building that network. I'm, I might want to move that ahead to speaking with an accountant and speaking with an insurance provider because you will want to get some referrals within your network to reach out to an accountant and reach out to a business provider. Because again, you want someone who already has a solid reputation and maybe it's already been vouched for within your network. All right. So enjoy that conversation with Jana Etienne. And Jana is a certified public accountant who had an, uh, a practice for 17 years. She has since moved out of accounting and into the DEI space. She is still a licensed CPA, but as I said, moved into the DEI space, which is also work that I do. So here's our conversation and mini episode. Enjoy. So meet with an accountant, talk to your network. If they trust them, then it's a first step for you trusting them, but you still want to go in and, and see what kind of questions they ask you. You know, people think, oh, I'm going to create an LLC. And that's because that's what everyone else is doing. Well, that doesn't mean it's what's right for you. 
So you want to you, you talk to an accountant who's going to get to know you. And I would suggest that everybody listen to the questions they ask you because they should be asking you more than technical stuff. Okay. They should be wanting to understand how does your business fit your life? How is the business going to finance your life? You know, a lot of people think, oh, I'll just put myself on payroll. Well, maybe you need to, maybe you don't. Okay. A lot of people think, well, I can just run this through my business, my personal checking account. Well, I would tell you no. Um, but maybe they can explain to you why. Okay. Because your accountant, when you pick your accountant, they're going to be in a relationship with you. You know, back when I was in practice, people used to come to me and ask me for my opinions all the time. So I'm a CPA, I'm no longer in practice, but when I was in practice, my question was always back to them. Well, what are you trying to achieve? Well, what are you looking to do? I mean, looking at the checklist, there are a couple of things here you need to do. Yes, you need a federal tax ID number. Do you need a license? Well, it depends. Um, I'm a CPA. That is an actual license issued by the state of Maryland. You have to study board, pass a test. I might might not be a practicing CPA anymore, but look, it hurt to take that test. I will never give Mm -hmm. that license. Um, Can I stick to sole proprietorship? The answer is it depends. Yeah. And that's why you need to talk to an accountant to understand all the uh, what are the, it depends on. Yeah. I like the conversation we had about registering the business name and mm-hmm. doing business as, as an alternative, because that's definitely one I don't hear as frequently. Yeah. I love that. So tell us a little bit more about that. Well, so a lot of people think when you start a company, you need to just go out and incorporate it or form an LLC. Mm-hmm. I live in the state of Maryland and Maryland has something called a trade name. And so if I want to do business as, I don't know, Sunshine Lollipops, then do I need to create Sunshine Lollipops Inc.? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. And what the state of Maryland allows me to do is register that name, Sunshine Lollipops. Once I register it, the state will recognize that that name is me doing business. So now I can trade a Sunshine Lollipops. I can open a bank account with that name. I can get a federal tax ID number with that name. I can put it on business cards. I can get the website. I can do all of that. Even though I'm not incorporated, even though I haven't formed an LLC, even though I'm not in a legal partnership with another you know, owner, co-owner, it protects me from having to be out there as Jana Etienne. Mm-hmm. I'm doing business as Sunshine Lollipops And that's the name I'm trading under. Think of it this way. Um, Let's use a a well-known brand. So Nike. Nike is doing business as Nike. But what if you were to look at their corporate records and their real name is, we do sports stuff incorporated, but they're trading as Nike. That trading as name, well, that's what I'm talking about getting. For you and me as individuals, and you have to look at your state because these rules will vary by state. Okay. But in the state of Maryland where I live, I can go get a doing business as Sunshine Lollipops. Okay. And I don't have to incorporate or do anything like that. And so now I can go out and run my business. Just Mm -hmm. know that if you do that, you are a sole proprietor for tax purposes. Okay. That's what I was going to ask you. So what does filing look like for this option? Right. Okay. And in many and what's the cases, first step? Where do I where 
should they go to start this process? Well, so this is back to, I would recommend, um, you know, working with an accountant who understands small businesses. Okay. You don't want to go to an accountant that works with, you know, $10 million organizations. There is something different about working with small businesses and startup companies. And you have to know the nuances of where to get set up. Be careful because there's a fine line between accounting advice and legal advice. Mm -hmm. They are interrelated, but they're, uh, they're two sides of the same coin. And so understanding the ramifications from an accounting and tax perspective, that's what you talk to the accountant for. Okay. And they're going to be able to tell you about the different structures and the tax implications. Okay. But in terms of the just formation of it, yeah, the form of it, formation of it, talk to the attorney. Okay. Or do your own research, go to your state's business. Um, the, the, every, every state has a website about starting a business in that state. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Is it the, you know, an office of tax and revenue or something like that? Is it, yeah. Will it be that type of agency within every state where you start so application? State, it's the office of tax and revenue. In my state, it's okay. Now what is it? The state department of licensing and taxation. I don't remember what it is in my own state. Okay. No, but in every state, it has a slightly different name. Okay. But that is Google, where how to start a business in Kansas. How to start a corp, you know, how to set up a corporation in Wyoming. Mm -hmm. When you when you Google that, you'll usually end up on the page. Mm -hmm. State okay. websites in my mind are not the easiest to navigate, but you want to look for the page that talks about forming a company, what are the types of companies you can or form. Mm -hmm. And from there you want to see if there's the option in Maryland, it's called a trade name. Okay. But is there a similar option in your state? When in doubt. You know, that network you're supposed to develop, call your colleagues mm -hmm. and say, well, what did you do when you were starting up? Or call and see if an accountant will at least give you some answers. Um, I know when I was in practice, if people asked me some basic questions, I would answer the questions for free. I'm not trying to make money off of you just to tell you the yes or no. I want to be a partner in your business. And to do that, I need to understand that. And to understand that, I might need to help you set up yourself right. So it's going to depend. I mean, all accountants do business a little differently. Okay. Yep. So that was great. So now give me your name, the name of the company, and all the places they can find you. Well, my <laughs> name is Jana ATN. Good luck finding that one. It's ATN <laughs> Consulting. But to be clear, I am a certified diversity executive, and my practice is in diversity and inclusion. I will forever be a CPA. Um, but I would say, if you want to reach out to me, I can potentially connect you with somebody in my network okay. who is a CPA or in practice. I would encourage you to work with a certified public accountant just because every, and, and know that everybody doesn't know tax. Just because they're CPA doesn't mean they know tax. And just because they know tax doesn't mean they know accounting. And just because they know accounting doesn't mean they're a CPA. It's complicated. Yeah. Now, that's exactly what um, the accountant in the episode, that's exactly what she said. Yeah. yeah. Surprise. I don't yeah. I don't but think I'm I, the objective I don't, I don't person. I included that sound bite, but basically that's what she said. She said yeah. um, a tax preparer may not do accounting. Right. An accountant may not do tax preparation. Right. And <laughs> a bookkeeper know, is neither, that. but they probably know most of everything. So, yeah. Yep. 
yeah. So that was that was it in a nutshell. So you guys said similar things. What I'd say is I'm happy. You know, if somebody wanted to reach out to me, you know, uh, from you and I having conversations, call me, ask me a question, I'll help you if I can. Okay. I can't. I won't be able to help you as an accountant, but I can help you as somebody who. I mean, I had my own accounting practice for 17 years, mm-hmm. and I'm running a business today. Well, heck, when I was in, when I had an accounting practice, that was a business I was running. So I can speak to you and I can help from a couple of different perspectives. That is the business owner, the challenges of actually the steps it takes. You have to fill out forms and submit things online to to get organized, been there, done that. Mm -hmm. And then as an accountant, the kinds of things that I would, I know what most of the new startup clients came in and asked. I already knew what 10 questions they were going to ask me. So maybe I can help you make sure that you're having those 10 questions on your list. So for your listeners, I can't help as a CPA, uh, but I'm still happy to to answer some questions if they want to send them my way. Just tell them to tell them, let me know that they heard about me through you. So I respond. Okay. People, probably most people, and I'll, I'll lump myself in that pool. You form an LLC because that's what you see everyone else doing, or that's what people tell you to do. And you don't know what even the first filing season is going to look like. And that's the thing I get frustrated by is why do people say, oh, you should form an LLC? Well, do you know why you're giving somebody that advice? Most of the time I heard what that's what other people say. So I'm telling you. They say to protect your assets so that if if you get sued, that they don't come after your home and they don't come after your car. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And, you know, ask me that question on the podcast. I can't answer as an attorney. I couldn't even answer as an attorney when I was in practice. Mm-hmm. But I had enough conversations with attorney, with attorneys, and I actually explicitly said to them, if somebody asked me this question, and this is how I describe the answer, am I giving them an informed response, not crossing into the line of giving you legal advice? Mm-hmm. And I had one attorney who said, yes, one extra thing you need to say is this. I found that to be very, very helpful because now I could describe um, the difference between an LLC and not in terms of protecting assets. Okay. Just from a layman's perspective, not legal yeah. advice, but just so people could say, oh, I see. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah, so we, so we can plan a full episode and talk through both lenses because, you know, the DEI space is, where I am as well. So we can definitely make it a multi-purpose kind of conversation. It's interesting because DNI is a thing, but the thing, everything is DNI. So it's just, it's interesting. Exactly. Yep. See, like I said, get yourself a DNI in your network, right? I hope you all enjoyed this episode and the additional information that Jana was able to provide. I'm glad that I could give you something good to hold you until the next full episode next week. So until then, I'll be thinking about you guys and I'll see you next week and see. Bye-bye.